Hey friend, welcome to the Alive Living Podcast. My name is Sarah Raquel Gauthier, and I'm excited for our journey together. We are all spiritual beings on a spiritual journey, but sometimes we may feel like we're stuck and not fully living. The good news is, is that Jesus came so that you could have life and life abundantly. So let's stop sleepwalking and start living alive one conversation at a time. How do you get the potential in you to be the purpose that flows out of you? In this behind the scene conversation, Rebecca and I go for a little drive and we go to one of my favorite coffee shops, Recreo Coffee, um, here in Boston, and we talk about this question. And the audio has some feedback noise in it or some background noise in it, but the content um, is really great. So I still wanted to share it with you anyway. Enjoy this conversation with me and Rebecca. Wow, look at that like glow up. That's I know. I know. So funny. Oh man. You're kind of angelic. There we are angelic. <laughs> oh. Wait, should we acknowledge that we're like in a car? Oh yeah, we're in the car. We're driving. We're in a car. We thought we would switch up the the bloopers or the behind the scenes. Take you on a little adventure. Take you on a little trip. Um, yeah. So as a shepherd, somebody who identifies like in that that sense of like people gift, not calling. Um, when you hear this question of, you know, how do you get the potential in you to be the purpose that flows out of you? Like what, what resonates or what, what do you start to think of? There was a bug on my hand that I just like flipped off yeah. because it scared me. Anyway, it was like a little caterpillar or something. I don't know what it was. It's going to turn into a butterfly. That's all I know. That's what happens to caterpillars, right? I think so. <laughs> I should know that. Anyway. Something that we've learned throughout this, um, this quarantine is that it's often very easy to get wrapped up in, in saying yes to a lot of different things um, yeah. because we're like oh I don't need to go in person or like oh I have so much more time like I can do so many more things um, <laughs> I feel like I have so much less time yeah and I think the I was getting really like coming really I don't know what it is but go ahead um, I think I was getting caught up in saying yes to a lot of different things and busying myself up yeah. that I almost um I stopped giving people access to my time to the people that I really care about and I, and I, yeah. um, I saw myself distancing myself from people um, because I was doing like a bunch of little projects um, on top of internship and on top of you know daily vida cotidiana things um, and I think two people two friends of mine you you were one of them kind of stopped me in my tracks and were like Rebecca you're doing too much yeah. <laughs> like you need to slow down um, you're not giving us access. Um, I feel like you're distracted, like you're not present. Yeah. And it, it hit me because I was like, wow, I don't want anyone to ever feel like I'm not present when I'm with them. I don't want anyone to ever think that, that I'm too busy to spend time with them, that they're not important enough that I prioritize them. Right. And there's a really beautiful story in the Bible um, with Christ that highlighted that for me that we can talk about when we go into the room. So where did where did we leave off? Well, you were telling us um, a story 
Well, a, about a story in the Bible about interruptions. Mm -hmm. And you said you would tell us the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's where we left off. <laughs> so, this is actually great because um, this story really highlights to me uh, what happens when you prioritize the people that you care about. So, I, uh, my friend and I, Paola, we, um, I guess we do like a little Bible study with Hoshia, one of the um, kids from our church. I love him. He is so good at modeling empathetic dialogues, inclusive communities. He's mm -hmm. yeah. so good at that. Um, and we were reading a story um, in the Bible. And so basically the story, start, story starts off with Jarius, I think that's his name. His daughter is sick and he's like, I don't know what to do. And his solution is Jesus. Um, mm. And so he goes yeah. and he finds Jesus and he's like, Jesus, Jesus, please, um, you need to come help my daughter. Mm. And Jesus is like, of course, right? And, and they go, uh, they journey towards his daughter. But on the way, uh, a woman stops Jesus. Well, she doesn't stop Jesus, actually. I think she touches the bottom of his cloak. Yeah. 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 And Jesus is like, power has come from me. Her power has left me. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks at the woman in the eye. He, well, he's, let's say he's facing this way. He turns around and yes. he looks at the woman in the eye. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, you've been healed. Mm. And she had, I think she had her period for 12 years. Um, and I remember when she was like, 12 years? That's a long time. Um, yes. It is a long time. So he heals her. And everybody, the disciples and Jairus are like freaking out. They're like, Jesus, like, by this point, like, my daughter has probably died. Like, why did you stop? And Jesus basically says, mm. like, I have time for everyone. I have time for everything. Um, and so then they go um, find the daughter. She's dead. Um, and everybody's crying, disappointed. And Jesus is like, I just need to just show me uh, where she is. I'm just gonna go talk to her. Mm -hmm. And he goes to her and he, la resucita. Um, he revives her, he resurrects her. And he asks her, are you hungry? <laughs> or do you need something to eat, which is great. Um, but the reason the story impacted me so much was because, because I'd had those interactions of, I, I think the day before, or that same day my friend told me, um, you seem distracted, like I feel like you're not present. And then the next day, you told me that you felt like you hadn't had access to me in a long time. Um, and this is why friends are great, because they, you know, they call you out um, when you're not behaving like yourself and when you're not living your God design. Um, and so based off of those two interactions with you and another friend and having read that story, I, I realized like that is the version of Christ that is reflected in me. Like, yeah. I'm the kind of person who will stop everything I'm doing um, and turn around and look at someone in the eyes um, and um, yeah. and sit sit with them in their in their struggle um, and and show them kindness, show them empathy, yeah, um, yeah, and just care for their needs. That I'm my kindness looks like my willingness to be interrupted for the people that I care about, um, yeah. and and that to me right now is how what was the original question um like when when you hear the question of you know how do i get the potential in me to be the purpose that flows out of me like, what, yeah. as a shepherd like what is that yeah so right now i think God excuse bless me you. <laughs> i think that right now it looks like slowing down mm -hmm. which is my natural pace um yeah when I say yes, let that be my yes, you know, like prioritizing the things that are really important right now. Yeah. And also making sure that I, I set aside time so that if there are interruptions, planned or unplanned, where I'm, I'm spending time with people that I truly give them my care, my devotion, 
uh, yeah. my attention. Um, I turn around and I look at people in the eye, the people that I, I truly, truly care about. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And I think like those are, we talk about this like idea of, you know, God calls, we walk. It's this um, building out this lifestyle, right? That aligns with who God has called you. So in Rebecca's case, like God has called you shepherd. It's one of the pieces of how, who you sense God has called you. Um, and so your response to that has to happen with kind of intentional practices. So it's this intentional practice of slowing down, this intentional practice of turning around in this case of, of Jesus yeah. and like modeling that. This, but the, there's some intentionality built into that so that it can become a habit that then becomes a lifestyle. I think the habits, you know, this practices that become habits that become lifestyle, it works in the reverse too. Cause like we all have a lifestyle that we embody. Mm. So we've got to sometimes work it backwards, right? And so like we we become the rhythms that we engage in, right? Yeah. And so like you sharing your story, like we engage in this rhythms of like moving too fast and taking too on too many things because like we have access to everything now as a result of COVID and we can like be everywhere yeah. in multiple places at the same time and all this stuff right now. Um, but it, it, it quickened kind of your, your pace to where you were engaged in this kind of lifestyle that actually wasn't aligned with who God has called you. And so certain things that had become part of your just like natural or maybe not natural responses, but like now it's becoming habitual. Like I'm saying yes when I actually mean no, yeah. or I'm agreeing to take on things when it's too much, or I'm not saying things or, you know, whatever it is. Right. And having to go back to those intentional practices. And so I think there's this, there's always this check that we got to do in our walk and making sure like, am I walking at the pace that God has called me to walk at. And for I think the paces are different depending on, like my pace is faster than Rebecca's and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> like it's just different. But like when my pace, for me, it's like when my pace gets way too fast, then I've got to, you know, go go back and like find a, a better pace that's not a sprint or more of a jog or, you know, like, or, or whatever it is. So I think that that's, that's an important thing that you highlight. And like, again, it's like, you know, you might not hear God's voice, but, you know, and you read, or Moses, Rebecca, Rebecca, slow down, but like, who are the people around you yeah. who can call you who you are mm. instead of who you might be calling yourself or who you might feel the pressure to perform yeah. in certain ways and i think that's the difference between calling and vocation being something a goal to be achieved but a gift to be received and can you receive the gift of yourself you know that's like, a good question like but can you <laughs> like can you receive the gift of of your pace and who God has designed you. And if you're a shepherd and what's supposed to flow out of you is reconciled community, like you gotta be slow enough to see people and to know people. And yeah. what's so beautiful about that story is like, there's power that flowed from Jesus mm. and there's power that flows from your purpose. There's power that flows from my, there's power that flows from your purpose. And so, but you gotta be at the right pace to, to do that. And so that's why this balance of God calls, we walk, purpose flows there is rhythm to this yeah. right and we are people of rhythm we are people of patterns and, and practice and we are people of rhythms but what we're not in the right rhythm then then ask me if this life is actually my life and yeah no, i was thinking about that. somebody else's I was life like, i was not living my own life yeah yeah i was consumed by yeah yeah, yeah i was consumed and i was i would have answered the question no <laughs> not living my own life right yeah right and so i think like if we're gonna live alive we're gonna live fully alive mm. it's it's figuring out this this yeah. this dance that we get to do with our creator where it's like god calls i walk purpose flows and it's it's a beautiful dance but it's a it's a dance that's got to be calibrated yeah. into the right 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 pieces because if not then you're just 
then then we're just living asleep mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we're just sleepwalking through our own existence in a way that is um, not edifying or not helpful yeah. to ourselves and certainly not helpful to the people around not us to, and, yeah. and and part of understanding that we're called we're equipped and we are a gift is understanding that that's not just for me but it's yeah. for what God wants to do in me and through me for other people and, and there's yeah. something so beautiful about being able to walk in that rhythm but, but sometimes we just gotta you know we gotta figure out what that rhythm yeah. is so. sometimes we gotta learn how to dance again yeah you just gotta learn. how to relearn how to dance yeah yeah it's good that's good yeah all right well thanks for having coffee with us here in the recreo patio also shout out to recreo shout out to recreo they do such a good job like this was prepared with such deep love right we love everything i loved observing um, about recreo you need whole beans coffee beans delivered to you um recreo coffee um you'll be supporting um, not only a local business here in Boston, yeah. but um, a, a farm, coffee farm in Nicaragua, and they build schools for kids and do a lot of outreach for kids, so you can't go wrong. Um, and it's it's kind of, they call it farm to cup because uh, it's single trade. Um, so you can't go wrong, Recreo Coffee, get yours today. This is a shameless plug, but I love this place <laughs> and these people. And just, They've been so good Why not? Us. They've been good to us, yeah. and so we're, we want to bless them as mm-hmm. well. So anyway. See you later. Mm. Building you up to live a life one conversation at a time. Ciao. Salud. Salud. All the things. Bendito. Hey, friend. Thanks for being a part of the conversation today. Before you go, I want to invite you to do two easy things. Number one, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That way, you won't miss a moment of the journey. Second thing, share this podcast with a friend. Let's continue to build one another up to live alive one conversation at a time.